All right. Welcome, everybody, to what is our podcast called? Flip It Curiously. <laughs> uh, we are, we're, we're with you again for another episode. Uh, we've, we've done very little in terms of recording over the last uh, few months, but uh, hopefully we can kick that up here and get some more people listening. Um, we are both resellers. I'm a full-time reseller. Brendan is a part-time reseller that resells more than my me as a full-time reseller. We look for treasures at uh, garage sales coming up soon, thrift stores, <laughs> Facebook marketplace. You're big on that. Um, yeah. People we know, networking groups, whatever it might be. John, he supplies us sometimes with some great, uh, great tips and, and leads. Oh, uh, yeah. uh, so we're always looking for items that we can buy at a low price and we then find uh, people who want them and they'll pay a premium for those items. So we'll sell them at that higher price. And, you know, we're making the difference between those two uh, items. So that's my different than usual intro to the. Uh, <laughs> I like it. To the show. So like what do you it. got for us today, Brennan? Uh, so today, guys, it's Friday. It is uh, April 8th. Uh, baseball season just started last night which was great for the Reds. Um, not, not so great for the Guardians, but, you know, one game. Just one game. Uh, it's episode 29. So uh, thank you guys again for hanging out with us. Um, we, we greatly appreciate it. We enjoy getting together when we can. We'll, hopefully we'll be able to get ourselves on a, a more, more normal cadence. But, uh, yeah. you know, there's lots going on. Lots going on. We're going sure to hop into some of that stuff here uh, shortly, yeah. I believe. Yeah. Yeah. My kids won't get chicken pox again. So we should, <laughs> Hey, there you go. I lost, I, I swear I lost at least a month um, of productivity between those two weeks I had them. And then I had, you know, I had them between one week where they didn't have it, but, and then the week after Haley had it, Luca had spring break and it was just like craziness. So yeah, we hope to get on a better schedule. We are we are in April now. It is raining in Dayton, not raining in Cincinnati, which is literally, you know, <laughs> Brandon's about 45 minutes. Actually, I think road-wise, you're about an hour away from me because yep. uh, you are not easily accessible from the highway. It takes no. takes no. a little back road. And um, we actually had a friend who lived there uh, who she's like, nope, they moved. They built a house in, I think, Westchester. They're like, we are not. So it takes way too long to get to the highway from the house. Yeah, there there is no direct no direct path. That that is for sure. And so we'll be down there a little bit more often this summer. Jack Jack's got a Kings Island pass, and I think I'm going to get myself one. I don't ride rides, so I'm not. I'm just there to take the kid. But yeah, I've got to find people to ride rides with him. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. <laughs> nice. Yeah, we've got uh, we actually got passes this year. For the, That's awesome. for the family yeah i used to love riding rides like that was i loved going to cedar point loved riding roller coasters last time i went i went with miles for his birthday maybe three years ago mm-hmm. and rode everything it was it was fine and then the, we rode the uh face off and for whatever reason that one it goes through everything and then it goes back through it backwards and I think I'm just too old for that. <laughs> and that backwards thing, like that did it for you. Huh? That that did it. And then <laughs> we went to Universal, I think, a few years after that. Um, and we were it was like either the Simpsons ride or one of those like motion motion movie things. 
and I'm like, oh yeah, no, this is this yeah. this no longer works for me. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna try one more time, but I'm gonna take some Dramamine. Yeah, and see if I can do some roller coasters still. Yeah, um, if not, you know, I'll, I'm gonna hang up my uh, hang, hang up, it up the riding boots, <laughs> hang them up. But yeah, I, yeah, we are really fortunate. Uh, you know, we got people listening actually all over the world um, that listen to this. Not not a ton of people, but we got people in, in Canada, New Zealand, New Zealand. Um, I think we've got people in. I think I saw Germany. Um, we've got some people kind of all over the place, people in the United States even, but we're really fortunate where we are located in Ohio. Um, you know, this, the state of Ohio currently has two pretty major, um, amusement parks. And we have literally you guys, what are you like 10 minutes, 15 minutes? Yeah. 10 minutes. So they've got Kings Island down near Cincinnati. Um, I'm probably 35, 40 minutes from 45 minutes uh, for, from here to, uh, Kings Island. And then, uh, and that's a Cedar fair park. And it's mm-hmm. one of the top, I think, I think they consider that to be one of their top four or five parks and they've got, they've got a, a, a good amount. Oh. And then we have where I grew up in Sandusky, we have what is often considered by roller coaster enthusiasts as the best amusement park in the world. And that's, we have Cedar point up in Sandusky. And I literally lived, um, 10, 10 minutes from Cedar Point growing up. Um, and then where we moved when I was in high school, uh, it took us five minutes to get from the house to the, uh, to the causeway to get up to, uh, to Cedar Point. So wow. we've been really fortunate to have those types of um, places here. So that's what we're talking about, Kings Island and Cedar Point. If you're not familiar and you do like amusement parks, go look them up online because there's mm-hmm. some amazing stuff. I think, if I'm not mistaken, Cedar Point has the most roller coasters of any park in the world. Um, I believe that is true. So go check those out. Um, Moving on from that. um, Let's see, what was I going to, we're going to start with, we are going to do an episode today that is kind of all over the place, but we are going to give you guys some of our fill in the blanks of the week, two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, whatever it's been. Hmm. Um, I'm going to say, uh, Brennan and I talked about this, and we've got a lot of really good feedback on our last episode. Episode 28 is our cartoon countdown, our top five 80s and 90s cartoon theme songs of all time. Um, it has really low, um, we've only had 50 people listen to that, which is really low compared to our other episodes. So uh, if you have not listened to that one yet, go back to episode 28, give that a listen. If you like what you hear, Pass that on to somebody else. What we do here, we do talk about reselling, but we have been trying to add in other things. Maybe it's sports, maybe it's pop culture, maybe it's what's going on in the world. We like to do things like, um, you know, we've talked about articles that that deal with just being successful in general, uh, maybe something about our health, which we'll get into here in a second too. So um, yeah, go back, listen to episode 28. Um, I know John, our good friend, John, um, Cincinnati Picker, you know, as soon as he listened to that, he texted us and said, that was a great episode. Um, and my friend Drew, who listens to every episode, also really enjoyed it. So, um, Thanks, Drew. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, that's uh, wanted to talk about that real quick. Um, let's talk for a second about, we're kind of going back to one of the other, um, one of the other episodes we've done in the past, Brennan. And we talked earlier this year, you were in the middle of a, uh, 
um, the Whole30 diet. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were talking, I guess, kind of about habits. Was was that what it was? Yep. Yep. Kind of setting habits. And, and admittedly, I, I struggle with habits, uh, you know, the development of good habits, the development of new habits. Yeah. I, I have a really hard time with that. Um, Brendan, how did, and I don't know that we talked about this, how did that end up for you after those 30 days? What were, what were you feeling in your body and what were the results that you got uh, from that? Um, I definitely felt, I, I felt much, I felt much better after the, after the 30 days for sure. Um, just, you know, just, just eating the right types of foods and cutting out lots of things, obviously, uh, is going to, I think, have a, have a positive impact on your body. Um, for me, the best, the, the biggest thing was trying to get back on a, getting back on the workout schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for me, that's the, that's the, that's the toughest one to continue doing because that's the one that takes so much time or you've got to, you have to make time, you yeah. know, for, for that. So with everything else that we have going on is just being able to make sure you prioritize that. But um, yeah, overall the, the, the third, the whole 30, it went, it went very well. Um, got the results I was expecting. Um, now not still doing the whole 30. Yeah. Um, like not, not exclusively, but still being very conscious about, about what, about what we're eating. Um, right. And, you know, that doesn't mean that we would never have bad food. Uh, oh. It just, you know, just not every day <laughs> yeah. and not at 10 PM. Um, I struggle. I struggle with, with nighttime eating to this day. I, I do definitely struggle with that. That's hard. Is it uh, sweet stuff or just in anything? Anything. And anything. if I eat something salty, guess what? I got to counterbalance that with the sweet. And then, uh-oh, now I've got too much sweetness in my mouth. Then I'm like looking for something bland. Like I really do struggle with nighttime eating. Um, and I wanted to talk about this and bring this up. Um, you had mentioned that your wife your wife also did, did it with you, correct? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, what do you... Because I've had some success lately, and it has not been Whole30, but I've had some success myself that I'll talk about in a minute. But what do you think in terms of what you cut out? Um, I think Whole30 is great for 30 days, personally. I've done it numerous times, and it really does help. Mm -hmm. Um, It does make you feel like you have more energy, uh, in my opinion. And your body, because your body, you're taking out everything in your body uh, that that could inflame parts of your body. That's what whole 30 yep. really does is it helps like, you know, your whatever you, cause we, our bodies are often really bloated from the things that we eat and your body reacts differently to cheese, which is one of the things you have to cut is the dairy. You know, you've got dairy, um, you've got grains that I think nowadays, most people probably have a gluten um, sensitivity. Um, the way things have been processed have changed over the years. Um, you've got that, you've got your sugars, your sweets and stuff that you have to cut out. Um, what do you think you cut? What do you think made the biggest difference in cutting? I'm curious because I have a, I have an answer for myself. What do you think has been the biggest thing that you've cut that has helped you to kind of lose a little bit there? Oh, added sugar easily. Yeah. The sugar, sugar is an 
it's in everything. <laughs> um, pretty much everything that you, if you look at labels, there's always sugar there. Um, so yeah, cutting out the added sugar. So, you know, the stuff that everyone loves, right. You know, their cookies, cakes, all that type of stuff. Um, cutting, cutting that out, replacing, replacing the nighttime, uh, ice cream or cookie or cake with a like fruit smoothie, which is still sweet. Uh, just a different, you know, very a different, <laughs> yeah, they're very good. Very good. They're sweet. It's just a, it's a different, you know, a different, different thing to, to take sure. in. Um, but yeah, absolutely. That was by far, by far the biggest. And that's the thing that I'm still trying to cut um, mm-hmm. as much as possible with the exception. Well, I won't say with the exception, but during Easter, the Papa's opera cream eggs. I never heard are, of it. These are like my favorite. Huh. I absolutely love these things, but they're like, it's like 140 calories in this little guy yeah. and uh, 28 grams of sugar. So I can't eat these all the time. Yeah. But I do eat these here and there. <laughs> See my, my Easter, my Easter issue. I love, um, there's two, two kinds of jelly beans that I actually really, Starburst makes a hell of a jelly bean and nerds also has some crazy coated jelly beans now that are insane, insanely good. But my, my big weakness is the Reese's peanut butter eggs. I eat, I could eat packs of those. Um, (laughs) um, so I'm hoping to, Christy is not a sweets person. I'm hoping that not much gets into the house. So, cause I won't go buy it. So I I walked by them yesterday and thought, Oh, I should buy those. And I'm really cheap when it comes to food and clothing. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't want to spend money on that stuff. Um, So going into, uh, before we go into what I was going to say, <clears throat> with your weight loss, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, with the smoothies, are you talking about homemade? Are you making them yourselves? Yeah. Or yes. are you going to, and are you, have you ever been to any of the like different chains or anything? Are oh you- yeah. Yeah. I we, uh, love Smoothie King. Smoothie King is by far Smoothie the King. best. Uh, it's, it's, it's just expensive. Like mm-hmm. for two two smoothies it's like you know 13 bucks or something yeah. like that yeah. um so yeah we were buying um so usually we'll just buy like uh apple juice mm-hmm. and then they've got um a curler they've got the frozen you can just buy a bunch of frozen fruit or you can buy like the frozen smoothie mix uh, so we would kind of combine both we'd get a mix and then get some other bags of like strawberries pineapple whatever and just them in the blender for a little bit and blend right. it up and, and there you go that's it's delicious we'll probably do it a lot more as the uh the weather starts to get yeah. better too yeah <clears throat> we uh we go to tropical smoothie cafe a lot those are the closest we have most like of that. those close to us and we like those um yeah they're good they have <clears throat> good food there too mm-hmm. yes they do they've got a lot of that um caribbean um yeah stuff which a little bit sometimes a little hot for me, some of their stuff got a little bit of spice. But, yeah. um, so going into m- what my journey is right now, um, I did. I, I had started the year hoping that I would lose weight. Exercise, exercise will always be my Achilles heel. I don't enjoy it. Um, I struggle to make time at all for it. Um, but right now, I have lost. Now I don't. This week hasn't been great, but I've lost. Uh, I texted you guys. I think last. Uh, like Saturday or Sunday. And I couldn't believe it. I had lost seven pounds. That's awesome. Um, and my weight loss plan is called Lent. 
It's the 40, <laughs> 40 days and 40 nights of Lent. And what I, what I gave up, um, now I gave up at first, I, I went aggressive. I gave up sugar and sweet things. And that changed pretty quickly because we had some parties and <clears throat> I, I haven't done great with that. Now I'm not sitting here eating donuts like I would have, you know, Christy's dad likes to bring donuts. He has not been doing that because he knows I'm trying to lose weight. So thank yep. God, because I'll eat them. If they're here, I'll <laughs> So I, I cut sugar. I've been eating a lot less um, during the day. And I honestly, that's my issue is I'm trying to lose weight. I'm eating less during the day. By the time night comes around, I'm not, I'm a night owl. And so I start eating because I'm up and I'm like doing things. Um, I've been trying to keep myself busy with work. If I do that until I'm worn out, um, <clears throat> even if I'm cleaning the basement or something, I'll be good. I'll be good to go and I won't eat as much um, in the evening. But to me, I think the biggest thing that I eliminated that, ca that, that caused the most problem is beer. Mm. And that was what I gave up. That was my main thing during this was to give up beer. I've had one and it was at uh, the wake for Christie's uh, grandfather that passed away. I had one and it wasn't even really a beer. It was a, um, it was a lemon shandy. Um, hmm. And it was like one, you know, it was a craft beer company who had made it. But anyways, uh, if you think about it, beer has a lot of grains, a lot of gluten in beer. Um, and sugar. About, yeah, and sugar. And you're talking about things that bloat you, you know, that's going to bloat you. And it's also going to potentially, if you've got any sensitivity, it's going to really counter or interact or counteract whatever with what you're trying to do. So that's been a really good, that's been a really good um, cut for me. And now that's not going to be permanent, but I do hope to kind of limit myself moving forward so that I'm not gaining a lot of weight. You know, I can feel it in my waistline already. Like it already feels like I can fit into my clothes better. And that was really my goal. Can I get myself jump started? Um, so going into moving out of weight loss, <laughs> taking beer, what I would love to do with beer is review a specific beer today. I'm not going to do that. Maybe I'll do it next time. But I want to talk about somebody who drinks a lot of beer, and that's Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, nice segue. We, we just had WrestleMania, uh, WrestleMania 38, two nights. It was really a phenomenal card. It was really fun to watch. I watched both nights, uh, all of it. Um, and um, Stone Cold Steve Austin wrestled kind of he brawled his first match in 19 years and uh there was a lot of beer being uh cons consumed or it's more of a prop than anything but wrestlemania was a lot of fun stone cold steve austin has his own ipa now uh, really? I think it's, called, it's called broken skull uh, i highly recommend it i would like to do a uh, i'm gonna do next time i can have a beer which will probably be the next episode i'm gonna try to have that beer um so I can feature that one, but it's real good. It's very where'd good. You, where'd you find it at? Oh, uh, just one of the beer shops locally. Huh. Um, so I'll send you a picture. I've got, uh, I kept one of the cans downstairs uh, after I finished it, but uh, yes, yeah, I think it's called the broken skull IPA or something. Okay. So, yeah. It's pretty good. Um, so anyways, WrestleMania, uh, always a good time for me as a fan. Um, so Brennan, before we go into our finds of the week, I thought maybe we should chat real quick about what we've been doing 
or trying to build. We're trying to build something uh, a little bit, you know, a little different, a little new. Uh, and our buddy John has done a phenomenal job of building his following and his sales already. But mm-hmm. it's the app whatnot. And we did kind of bring this up before. It is a sore subject, it seems, with a lot of resellers. Um, and maybe it's resellers who are not able to get um, get on get on it uh, to sell. I'm I'm not sure what the the problem. You know, a lot of people don't think it's going to last, but I, I tell you what, it's definitely growing by the day. Uh, I don't know about you, but the, I'm getting more and more push notifications yep. from some major major people um, that people that are on TV. You know, there are a lot of people that are selling on whatnot now and. If you, you know, if you don't know what whatnot is, Brendan, you want to tell them a little bit about, since I, <laughs> since I've been talking for a while now, tell them a little bit about sure. what whatnot is. Um, so to me, whatnot, whatnot is a, uh, it's an online auction site, uh, very different from eBay in the sense that it combines, combines kind of the, the fun elements of the eBay auction with the Instagram, YouTube elements uh, of, of doing it live, right? So you're you basically as a seller there, you are a live auctioneer. Yeah. Um, you put your get your products into your uh, into your show, get your people come in, and you just start running. You start running each one. Um, it it adds that that gamification thing, which yeah. I think is huge right now. Yeah. Um, I think that really spiked with, uh, with the pandemic. I think that really spiked and then just people's attention spans in general are so, are so short. Um, and they kind of, you, you get that instant gratification mm-hmm. almost, right? Like mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not, I guess if you take an eBay auction, for example, it's usually a five day auction. Yep. So you put your bid in on Monday and then you're still going back and checking and waiting, you know, until Friday to see if you're going to be able to take it home then you forget yeah exactly <laughs> whereas with this you know for the most all the ones that i've seen are, are like 30 seconds or less is what the auction time is mm-hmm. um so i th- i think it's uh, i find it to be a very fun place to sell mm-hmm. um i think it at this point i think uh it's great for moving product quickly yes that otherwise would not would not move as quickly um, on on sites like eBay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maybe at a lower price, but right. but you're moving. You know, okay. So you did, for instance, what what do you sell? What's your right now? What is your main focus on on whatnot? Uh, right now, it is vinyl and I guess cassettes as well. But primarily, right now, it's all all vinyl. Uh, but this this weekend, I do have a cassette show going. So. Um, yeah, just running, running with the media, uh, at this point, um, because for one, I like it. It's fun Mm -hmm. to talk about it. Mm -hmm. Um, it's, uh, it's a fun Mm -hmm. way to be able to talk about it. And like, I've sold records on eBay and I I still sell some on eBay, Um, but it takes a long time. Yeah. It takes a long time for those to move. So, you know, if you're sitting on, if you're sitting on like a hundred records that you're you know, you need to get some space out. 
Yeah, I'm right now. I'm doing my auctions. I'm doing maybe thirty to thirty-five yeah. records. Yeah, yeah I did about so, 30, 30 products in my first one, I think. So nothing crazy, crazy, but uh, you know, if you can move thirty records in an hour, yeah. it's uh, it, it's pretty pretty awesome. But I mean, it, and the pricing thing, um, I, I do think for some of these things, you're not going to get you're not going to get the the top top dollar on on some of those some of those items Mm -hmm. Uh, but as long as you're as long as what you put in is not too much yeah um, you should should be able to do do pretty well but yeah i I, i'm enjoying it quite a lot i'm trying to do two a week right now so we'll we'll see how how that uh, continues to go and i would i think i'm i'm at the same thing you know i'd like to get a couple auctions per week i'm i'm always slower to jump into something because i want it to be I want it to be done well mm-hmm. and I don't trust, maybe sometimes I don't trust the amount of product I have. Maybe I don't trust um, that I'm going to have the time to like, it's just, I'm real weird about that. So I, it's one thing I am trying to jump into. Um, so with your, uh, with your auctions, for instance, you know, out of those 30 albums, how many, how many were, were you able to move all, all the products? I mean, every once in a while you'll get one that maybe doesn't sell, um, but how long do you think it would take you to sell? Like, especially the ones you've been selling, a lot of them are under, you know, under 10 bucks. Oh yeah. yeah. How long would that have taken you to sell on eBay? No, a long time. <laughs> uh, long individu- time. Yeah. Individually a long time. Now I, you could, I could lock them up on eBay. Yeah. You could do that. Put them out there. Um, and they'll go, go pretty quick that, that way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I've done, I've done three, three auctions so far. So about 30, 30 records each auction. I think I've had like a total of maybe three that didn't sell. Yeah. Um, and again, I'm very new, so I'm kind of yeah. learning what, right. you know, what records to, to put up there and right. whatnot. I've got a huge stack right now that I was going to run, but based on some of my last, last ones that it doesn't it's just not quite the right the right thing so those will get will just get lotted up and thrown on ebay real quick to yeah. just to get them out of my space but um yeah it's a it's a it's a great learning experience and it's you can build you can build your brand mm-hmm. on whatnot mm-hmm. much 100%. easier than you can like on ebay you don't really ebay is just ebay yeah, <laughs> like it's it's just for the most part that's it's what it is. You'll you'll get followers there. Don't get me wrong. I think what you got. I think what you've got right now is I still consider this. This is ground floor. People that are getting in and selling now are in the ground floor of this app. Um, if you haven't you already done it, go download the Whatnot app. Um, you can use it on your on your your desktop too or a laptop, but. I've heard there's there are some issues with people who are not using the app at times. There's some things that kind of some glitches. Go download that app. Go follow if you would. You know, follow both of us. Uh, Brennan is selling a lot of media right now. You are the curious picker, correct? correct? Yep. And you go in, you type the name up in the search bar. You've got to move over to where it says users, or you won't find him. But Type in the curious picture picker, go to uh, the users, and you should be able to follow him there. And then mine is uh, same as everything else. Flip it D U, 
And I've been selling Legos, um, which I'm enjoying. Um, it's really hard. I will say Legos are one of those things that's really hard to find for cheap. The margin of profits is going to be smaller, I think. And I found a lot of incomplete sets and things. But people are buying, from what I've seen so far, people are buying incomplete. They don't have to be complete. People are buying, you know, for parts or whatever it might be. Um, so I'm going to do my best with that. Uh, I've got some wrestling figures I'm going to run soon um, that I'm really excited about. And then also I'm going to start breaking wrestling cards. And I nice. think that I have the opportunity. I don't think there's a ton of people doing that consistently. I'd like to try to do that. Um, John is doing phenomenal Cincinnati picker on whatnot. Go follow John. He's got already like 4,000 followers. I have 82, 86, something like that. I think Brennan, you probably got about a hundred or so now. I am at 125. Nice. Nice. So, you know, it's a growing, it's something that's growing. I've only done my one auction so far, but I've got three in my head ready to go. I want to try to nice. get those posted this week, schedule them out. Let's get moving. Let's get it done. I need to make some money. Yeah. Um, and I think that it changes and we're going to try to do a larger episode on this, but I think it changes your perception of what you're looking for sometimes too, because now when you're out, whether it's marketplace or at garage sales, I think I'm going to be looking for some specific things. I went to the thrift store looking for action figures the other day. Like I wasn't really looking for much more. I was like, I wonder if they've got, I'm just going to run through, maybe I'll find a bag of figures or something that I can kind of grab, you know, get a bunch of them. Cause our, uh, you know, our friend, uh, uh, Tennessee picker. He also has a yep. whatnot and he's doing a lot of just random action figures. And you just, you know, it's something that you're able to move that product that it would take a really long time to move. Yep. And um, going back to what you said about the pricing, you know, one of the things John told me that I think was really helpful is if it's above like $40, probably put that on eBay. Don't try to sell it on whatnot, because if you're starting at a dollar, let's say only 10 people have joined your show when you run it, you know, you're probably not going to get it up to the eBay, you know, the, the eBay price or the price that you have even put into it. So yep. there, there's a fine line right now as you're, but I think as it grows, I find this very similar to where, where John was able to jump in on YouTube and make a name for himself mm -hmm. at the right time. And I think this is the right time to try to get in and try to, like you said, build your brand because that's exactly what, has happened on YouTube is all of those people have built their brands. Yep. So again, whatnot, the curious picker and flip it DU go give us a follow. If you'd like, check out the app. It's really exciting. It's literally, in my opinion, a lot of it's like gambling. <laughs> it's like you're, cause you're buying that item and you're bidding on it, you're bidding it up. And <clears throat> it's cool though. If you buy multiple items, you only pay, the main shipping on the first item Perfect. and everything in it, you buy additionally is just a dollar more for shipping. So that's a really cool way to get some things, you know, a big box of something that would have cost a heck of a lot more if you yep. would have bought each one individually. So, all right. Agreed. So there we are. There we are with that. Um, we're going to run into our fines or our fill in the blanks of the week, which we've done. I think we've done just a couple times in this calendar year so far. Um, so let's start with find of the week. Brennan, uh, I believe we both have our bolos as find of the week as well. Do yep. we not? So why don't you go ahead and um, let everybody know what was your find of the week here the last few weeks? 
Uh, so my find of the week, uh, we were actually in Chicago. Uh, we went up there for spring break, uh, went to a Bulls game, which is awesome. Um, and a couple garage sales on the way back home. Mm-hmm. So what I found is a vintage Bell racing helmet. Uh, this is the, it's a super magnum um, from 1975. Uh, I paid $30 for it. Uh, I have my listing currently at 400, um, which is probably a little high based on some of the condition on the inside. Um, I've had, geez, I think I've had five or six offers of 250. Uh, so I've, I've turned all those down to this point. Um, cause I, I think, I, I think three is kind of my, my bottom line at this point. Okay. I'm kind of shooting for, so we'll hang on to it for a little bit. Yeah. Um, but bell, so the, the, the vintage bell helmets, um, they're kind of think of like evil Knievel type of helmet um if you see those like those are just big money and usually usually very quick money as well yeah um like i said i paid 34 i i, I could have already sold it for 250 um and nice yeah they yeah up. they sell very quickly um i think i've sold this will be the third one that i found i think in the past 12 years um okay. i'm always keeping an eye out for it so anytime you see motorcycle helmets just make sure you give it a give it a quick check to see if it's an old school bell okay awesome is that also your bolo yes yeah that is find and bolo so bolo vintage bell racing helmets people people love them so i am also going to go vintage Probably about the same, maybe a little bit earlier era. Um, my find of the week, I could probably throw in as a sale of the week and bolo. Of course, I took a, I got a mint right before I was going to talk. Um, and that find great timing, terrible timing. Um, <laughs> I finished my coffee and was like, now what? Um, my find of the week is a Polaroid land camera. So go check that out on eBay. Plug it in. Check the sold comps on Polaroid land camera. Now, I found this last summer for $5 at a garage sale in a box. It's been sitting in my basement ever since. The condition was suspect. Let's say that. I didn't like the condition of the outside of it. it it, the part of the what they call the skin it was almost like a leather. It was cracked. It was weird. No, don't call me. I'm doing a podcast right now. <laughs> um, there was a weird like the word patina is not correct, but what on this leather or skin there was like white spots. So it was kind of it was definitely aged. So I never listed it. I was going through stuff. What I've been trying to do, and I'll get to that in my tip of the week, is you know go through my old my death pile basically, which is like a whole basement full. And I found this, and I, I looked it up, and I went, "Holy crap!" Brand, you know, in really good condition, tested. These sell for like two something, two hundred something. So I listed this one. I call it a find of the week because I found it again. Um, 
So I listed it for 160 untested, which I was not the only person who had uh, had had them sold or, or um, listed for that much. I put it lower because I thought it was even worse condition than the other one. Within an hour, I got a I got an offer for one hundred and fifty three dollars and I took that. So that's find of the week, sale of the week, Polo, um, Polaroid, mm -hmm. Polaroid land camera. Um, go check those out. They're they're not like what we think of as Polaroid or those like black boxy things, right? Um, this particular one is longer. Um, it's it's flatter and longer than what you expect, and it kind of it pops open. Um, and it's got like a leather skin around it. So go check those out. That is my find of the week and my bolo, you know, be on the lookout. That's something that you could easily find, I think, at a garage sale. Um, I think so. I know I've, I've sold some Polaroids. I was trying to trying to remember the one that you had. I don't think I've ever sold one for anything like that. Yeah. Um, and I don't think when I got it a year ago, I don't think that was, I don't think that was the going rate. I think it's gone up. Okay. So just something to, something to, to think about and look into. So yeah, these, they're all oh, interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I used to, I used to always look for Polaroids and then I kind of stopped looking for them for, for quite some time. Yeah. Good to know. I like it. All right. Moving on. Let's go into our uh, sale of the week. Uh, what, what? You had some success lately with some things? I have. And I don't remember. can't remember if I talked about the. Did I talk about the Bessler? I guess I don't think I have. I don't. That doesn't sound familiar. We haven't done one in a while. No. All right. <laughs> um, all right. I'll go through a couple here. So um, this first one, and I guess I could share it so you could see it, even though no one else can see it. <laughs> yeah, we're not putting this on YouTube anymore. <laughs> oh, wait. Okay. You'll have to enable screen sharing if you want to see it. All right. It's up to you. Up to you if you want to see it. Yeah, I'll, figure it I'll figure it out. Share screen advanced sharing all participants all right should be good i think yeah launch a bunch of stuff what see it oh yeah i remember you uh showing this to us yeah so uh what you guys are not looking at <laughs> is perfect. Perfect for this medium um, is a, a Bessler um, negative carrier. So I think photo people that, you know, do like photo darkroom type photo stuff, you use these things either to carry their negatives in or to inspect them closer. I'm not really sure what they're used for. Uh, but they basically are just like a, it's like a round black um, metal thing with a screen in the middle. 
Um, so this one that I have is a Bessler. It is a four by five, which apparently is a rare, um, a rare size to find. So this one sold for $190. Um, I believe I paid maybe 10, maybe 10 bucks for it. I got it in a, in a bulk of, uh, some other, some other photo things. So Bessler's a great, a great brand when it comes to the old school photo stuff. So that's definitely one to look out for. Um, and yeah, if you can, if you see one with a big glass frame on the front, that's, that's also one you're going to want to, uh, take a quick look at. So that's Bessler four by five. That's awesome. Um, another one I sold, I can't remember. I don't know if I talked about this or not either. Um, is a a Sony, uh, DCR TRV handy cam camcorder. Um, so it's a digital zoom, digital eight. I, actually, I paid up quite a bit for this one at, at in the States. So I paid 70 for it. Um, but it sold for 210. So I, I'll take that. Uh, I'll take that flip um, pretty much any day of the week. Right. Um, so yeah, obviously, I think everyone knows Sony is a, the very least a brand you want to take a look at if you run across things like that. Yeah, uh, this is a really nice digital digital handy cam. I don't know who still uses these and, and why, um, but people still do. So, uh, and I got one last one that I'll go through. Um, nice. There were, so I pretty sure I talked about the kiss collection yep. that I purchased. Um, so that's been selling. Sims been selling very, very well. Uh, I'm, I'm well, well into the profit on that buy and i still have some really i still have some of the higher priced items still left to go so um feeling feeling pretty good there so uh here we've got a set of kiss trading cards uh from 1978 so we've got the series one and series two uh my set unfortunately wasn't complete yeah uh, but it still sold for 100 bucks <laughs> um which is pretty pretty nice so you know if you're if you're out and about i guess you see anything kiss if it's cheap enough you should probably just go ahead and grab it because they have a huge following and people absolutely love love buying love buying this stuff and, and having it so so that would be my would be my three sales wow you have nine thousand emails in your inbox yeah i'm really bad about <laughs> really bad <laughs> i'll check him at some point oh maybe. my god oh maybe that give you give you anxiety yeah i think i my obsessive compulsiveness may have just come out uh holy smokes that's a lot uh <laughs> but anyways uh, all right so that was your those are your sales of the week and I think I have talked about this, but I'll kind of put it into a larger scope. So I made a big buy right after Christmas. It was right before the new year, I believe. I bought a big group of, I had bought 60 bobbleheads. I bought some sports cards, some old photos, some old pennants. Um, look at my car. Um, and I bought, um, I bought a, an old beer sign that looked like a, uh, scoreboard and then within this buy i also guy gave me a 
a miracle on ice autographed photo framed photo um, to try to sell for him. And he's like, just give me 400 of, you know, give me $400 and uh, whatever you sell it for above that you keep. Um, so uh, I did sell that photo, which I think I may have talked about last time. Um, but if not, Sold that for 900, which gives me a nice profit even after fees and everything. All I had to do, which was tough, was ship the thing out um, and keep it in my house for a while. Um, but I'm glad that's gone. Uh, I told him it sold. I just told him yesterday that it sold. And I'm just waiting on the 30-day return window uh, to close, which should be really soon. And um, yeah, I'm just glad that that's gone. And uh, and uh that I profited that much on something I just sold for somebody else. Yeah, that's huge. Have yeah, you ever yeah. had have you ever had anyone try to come back with a return after the 30 days? I don't I'm trying to think if I've run uh, into that before. I, I think that I think that if they try, um I think eBay I think it depends. I, I don't know that they're able to. Yeah. Um, or if it just you know if they take it up with eBay, I think eBay will make you take something back, but I, I don't know for sure. Um, now what I was going to say about this bulk, the buy. So between what I paid for the, uh, the bobbleheads and what I paid, you know, that whole group of stuff I talked about. And this, you take that $400 and the 500 I paid, you're looking at 900. I checked yesterday and I submitted this into my group. I've got $1,900 in closed business for that particular, like, so I, I did pretty well on that stuff yeah. and I still got, I still probably got 20, 20 bobbleheads at least. Um, and a couple pennants. I've been selling these vintage uh, photos too, that I didn't realize had as much value as they do, but I, within just an, an hour or so of listing those, I've sold both sets of those vintage 1950s photos. So you know, and I, I, I've put them up for pretty cheap. I just want to get rid of everything, but it's gone really well. So I'm going to just say that my sale of a week, besides the Polaroid land camera, I'll kind of talk about that whole group in general and how that's turned out. So. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm happy with that. Yeah, that's a great buy. Heck yeah. That's what it's about too. Just being able to have those connections to, to find you know, more product like that. It's cool. Cause it right afterwards. Yeah. When I told him, I told him on a text message, he texts me and he's like, you know, I was just, he's like, that's awesome. I was just thinking about contacting you again to see if you wanted to do some more stuff um, on consignment or whatever. So, um, you know, if, as long as he gave me like a Michael Jordan signed basketball and some Muhammad Ali signed gloves, and they have a little sticker on them as authentic, but they don't have the proper certificates. And I did some research on the, the particular like authenticator. And I don't know, like, I can't find one way or another, whether or not it's something that I should consider legit. So I'm not, I'm not selling those things. I just can't, I don't want to mess up my accounts to sell something that is not a guarantee, but. Um, yeah, it makes sense. So. There's that. Um, our bolos we both did. Uh, again, the Bell, vintage Bell, is that right? B-E-L-L? -L? Yep. Motorcycle helmet yep. and a Polaroid land camera. And then tip of the week, I'm going to, I'll go ahead and start with mine. I don't know if you've got one or not, Brennan, but I do have one. 
Um, and it's, uh, he, he does not. If you've got a pile of stuff that you haven't listed, um, I would say dedicate a week or two where you're not going out and buying anything else. Um, mine has been longer than that because I, I start going through it and it makes me bored um, some of it. But, you know, go through those things and spend time deciding, am I going to sell this? Am I going to lock these things up together and put them on an auction or just put a low, you know, a price of anything and just take any offer that comes in? Am I going to lock things up or am I going to donate some stuff back, throw stuff away? And that's what I've been taking time to do the last couple of months. Sales have been down. I don't feel comfortable spending a ton of money on inventory. So I've been going through those things and it's gone well. For instance, I found my, my land camera. Um, amongst you know some other things, I have had some sales of things that I didn't expect to sell. So go through what you've got. Garage sale season, at least in Ohio, is starting very soon. You know we're on the brink here in, in April. We're starting to see more more sale uh, posts. Although I don't, as of now, I don't feel like it's worth going out yet. Um, but yeah, that's that's what I'd say. To, you know, don't be afraid. I guess this is my own personal. A tip on like this is what for my business what is better is if I have something that I've purchased and I'm not going to list it I'm not comfortable listing it whatever it might be I'm going to donate it back just send it right back and I'll write it off and th that's it I don't need if I don't have room to store it or I'm uncomfortable with a part of it like I don't know how to list it is it broken does it work um, if something's broken too, I throw, I throw it out. I do not send back things that I know don't work because I don't want to buy them again. <laughs> so I, you know, I just try to try to do one on, uh, you know, a solid to other resellers or even people who aren't. And you think about that. People are donated broken crap to Goodwill and these thrift stores all the time. And then these people, whether you're a reseller and you're doing it as a business or it's someone who who thinks that's something that they need or they want, you know, maybe they're, maybe they had five bucks that they could spend on their kid for a toy and they go to Goodwill and they find when they buy it, bring it home and it doesn't work. Like that's, I got a problem with that. So I'm trying to like do a solid or, you know, I've got a, a tape, like a little Fisher price tape player that the fast forward doesn't work, but the rewind, everything else works. And I, I'm like, well, I think I'm going to donate it back and put a thing on it that says fast forward does not work. Everything else works fine. Just to, so people know when they're going to buy it, hey, this works, but this part of it doesn't work or whatever. get it out of circulation if it doesn't work. So, yeah, no, I like that. But uh, just being nice. <laughs> just, uh, be yeah. nice. Just, just be nice. I like it. It's a good tip, um, especially like you said, if you've got just tons and tons of stuff um, to not continue going out and buying, buying more until you've gotten through, gotten through that. I think that's, um, I think that is sage advice. Good, sir. All right. So I'm looking through trying to find a good dad joke for the episode here. Good dad joke. Good dad joke. Um, there's one that I think is, this, this one's kind of an eye roller. Um, sci scientists have just discovered a fossilized dinosaur fart. They say it's a blast from the past. Wow. 
It's good. That, that's that is that, that's amazing. Uh, I have one that just came up. Okay. Looks somewhat interesting. Uh, let's see here. So I told my wife she needs to start embracing her mistakes. So she hugged me. That one's good. I like that. Oh, here's another one that I, 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 I'll have to share. The weirdest summer job I ever had was cleaning the monkey cages at our local zoo. That shit was bananas. <laughs> that's, that's, that's fantastic. <laughs> I mean, that's, that works on so many levels. Right? That, that's really deep. <laughs> yeah. That, that's a really good one. Man, yeah, I like that one a lot. So, yeah. So, anyways, you know, if if you've got if you've got if you enjoy listening to our podcast, you know, we are just kind of hanging out doing this and hoping that some people will enjoy it. Uh, if you've got someone you think might enjoy it, uh, don't don't be afraid to uh, to share it with friends and you share it on your social media. Go follow us on social media. Uh, I can't remember. Is it Curious Picker on um, Instagram? Yes. Yeah. It's curious. Yeah. It's because uh, if you don't put the on whatnot, you will not find your name. Yeah, I think it's the curious picker everywhere. Okay. The the Ohio State University. That's right. Um, Correct. Yeah. And then what? flip it du for myself on Instagram, and then um, we also have flip it curiously. Um, uh, Instagram as well. So go follow that. I did put up a post, you know, a couple posts here recently, just about the, the episode that we released. So I will try to do better with that. I, I am not good at social media. Um, and I want to be, but I'm, I'm just, I'm not. <laughs> That's not. Apparently there is a curiouspicker.com. It is not mine though, but it says the curious picker affordable antiques and curiosities. Oh, you stole somebody's name. Just kidding. Maybe. Ew, I don't like antiques personally. Maybe. Interesting. Maybe. <laughs> oh, well, who cares? They haven't said anything. <laughs> so go follow us on our socials. Um, and let's see. Well, we'll we'll try to get uh, John scheduled in for a uh, an episode about whatnot. And hopefully I can get a couple more uh, shows in so I can get more of an experience. So far, it's been a real good experience. Um, And uh, let's see. Anything else? Anything else going on? Anything else we need to cover here? Uh, It's Masters week. I'm a big fan of the Masters. I don't know if you're a golf guy or not, but. Not on TV. I love it. Oh, I I like like the the Masters and the Majors. I'll, I'll watch, but primarily the Masters. I think it's just such an awesome historic uh course even though you know some of their i may not agree with some of their politics and some of the things in the past um <laughs> that they go on there but yeah. from a golf perspective it is uh it's one of the coolest coolest tournaments to watch I th- in my opinion well in this year too tigger is back and he Great. is um Man, there's a big following of for him right there. Some people really expect him to do well. I think I don't know about today, but I think he has done pretty well so far, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he finished yesterday one under. Uh, he doesn't start today until uh, one forty-one. So, okay. 
see how he does. I the fact that he's even the fact that he played one round successfully mm-hmm. under par, I think, is incredible because he hasn't played golf in I think it's been 17 months since he is had he a car accident. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I guess he's played golf, but he hasn't played any any professional right. things like this. And this is like the hugest, obviously the biggest the biggest stage for golf. Um, Big deal. Yeah, but yeah, people people love a. Uh, I think people love a redemption story, mm-hmm. provided that provided that the, the the person you know didn't do anything illegal or like you know what I mean like yes I think people I think there are still people who are who will support people who have flipped things around in their lives too though yeah you know? I think there's I think that's I think that's the one thing about our I don't know if it's our country or our world in general maybe our just our country I think we do like to see people go from the rags to riches story or you know, somewhere where they were at the lowest point in their life and be able to turn things around, whether it was at their own doing, whether mm-hmm. they did something they shouldn't have done or not. I think it's, uh, I think that we do enjoy seeing people rede- redeem themselves for their wrongs of the past. Yeah. Um, so it is good to see uh, Tiger doing something, you know, I mean, that's a big deal. That accident was a really, yeah. I mean, that was, yeah. He's lucky to have lived. I think they said he almost lost his leg. Yep. Um, it's crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. Well, yeah. anyways, I guess we'll finish this one up. And uh, hopefully we'll be back in the next week or so with another episode. We'll just need to figure out what to chat about. I'm going to go through some of my uh, my business magazines, find look at some of those other articles that we've kind of gone through before and talked about like you know, positivity and things like that. We are, we do try to stay as positive as possible um, here, which is why we haven't discussed certain things. So. <laughs> yep. That is, that is correct. That's a good tease. Oh, guard. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, uh, anyways, until next time, guys, when you are out searching for treasures, as always, we invite you to flip it. Curiously. Have a good day. See you guys.